Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Another episode of Hard Factor. It is Wednesday, August 21st, and we've got a packed show today. First up, we've got an interview with Scott Pressler. Uh, he's the homosexual Trump supporter who is traveling the country cleaning up the streets. He's been setting the internet on fire recently, so we got him in for a nice little chat. And then after that, we're going to take it to a news buffet of other headlines. First up, Pat with a Trump date. Yeah, baby. Trump's all over the map these days. Uh... And he must have gotten his Adderall refill yesterday because he was firing on all cylinders. And I'm not yeah. saying all the things he checked off his to-do list were good, per se. You don't have to do the whole thing. Oh, sorry. I thought yeah. we were jumping right nope, into it. No, that's okay. What else do we have God after damn that? What else, <laughs> well, what, what else, do, what anyway, else do we have, so Will? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, he had a busy little Tuesday. <laughs> also, uh, Wes is going to tell us about his locks of the week on Predict It, the Brexit edition. So, yeah, we're going to go through what's happening in Brexit. I honestly just looked at it today uh all right moving on to a little brexit no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do a little follow-up on the italian government and then mark will take us to the chemistry corner and that'll be the news buffet all right let's take it over to the interview with scott pressler oh yeah okay welcome to the show conservative activist a man who set the internet ablaze with the shell of his laptop political pundit for pretty much every major news network out there at this point organizer of the clean up the city streets tour that's going on a really cool idea scott pressler thanks for coming on absolutely well thank you to the gentleman that took a picture of me at the cincinnati airport that brought me on your show glad to be ah, here. shout out to that, that psycho. that's what happened well yeah. scott you let's be honest you were, you were a thirst <laughs> trap for photos with that laptop shell and yeah. those boots come on Oh, well, that's why I do it, baby. I mean, come on. Well, the funniest thing is literally I'm sitting there at the airport and somebody messages me on Twitter and says, Scott, you're all over Instagram on Barstool News. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I go on there and literally I'm already on Instagram with my wonderful Murica boots on there proudly. Yes. And uh, it's just really funny that uh, I've caught people's attention and it went viral instantly. What did, yeah, it, what did that, it say? What did yeah. it say? Yeah, let's laptop. get into that for yeah. people who didn't see it. So my laptop on the back of it has a piece of paper that says, I'm gay, Trump 2020, Democrats don't own me. Nice. <laughs> has a Demo- Do you have an example of a Democrat owning you? <laughs> that will never happen because I'm so ready to defeat Elizabeth Warren in 2020. Don't get graphic. Ooh. Oh, it's not going to be Liz so, Warren. So Scott, you're, come you, on. you like our friends are predicted and the people gambling are thinking it might be Liz Warren. I used to think it was going to be Kamala Harris. I really did. But after Tulsi Gabbard completely demolished, destroyed her in the last debate, uh, I'm banking on Liz Warren being the nominee. 
Also, yeah, Tulsi got activated much- and, and is now going uh, going to serve with her unit, which is probably not going to be good for her uh, abilities to debate and campaign. You know what I mean? But, so Scott, you must be happy about Liz Warren potentially getting the nomination, right? I mean, you feel like that would be a walk away for the Republicans, I'm assuming. Oh, absolutely. Look, the Democrats are going so far left that Tulsi... Um, even Amy Klobuchar, who I think is left, but compared to all of their candidates, is really quite centrist. And the Democrat Party, they're pushing all of these moderate Democrats out of the party. So please, I want them to put up Liz Warren or Bernie Sanders or Kamala Harris. Pick the most far left candidate wait, as humanly possible. Wait a minute, Scott. You're saying that Bernie Sanders isn't a centrist? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. never. All right. Fair enough. All right. So let's talk about what you're doing. Uh, Will mentioned at the top of, of the show, you're doing, uh, it's the, what's it called? The Clean Up the Cities? What, what is the name of the program and what are you doing? I'm a conservative activist that is traveling across the country, teaching people how to register new voters. Now, while I'm traveling, you know, I just, I came out with a tweet the other day when President Trump was talking about Baltimore and everybody was tweeting, but nobody was doing So I said, hey, I'm going to go to Baltimore and pick up some trash. And I didn't realize what I was doing. I didn't understand that I had just unleashed the floodgates. And everybody from across across the country wanted to help out. They said, Scott, what can I do to contribute? So we, on August 5th, got 170 volunteers to help pick up 12 tons of trash in 12 hours. And it took the nation by storm. People are still talking about it. I went on Dana Perino on Fox News today to tell them that we are going back to Baltimore City on September 9th. We're doing Los Angeles, California. We're doing Hartford, oh, Connecticut. Scott, let so me ask some, those some cities with some trash. Can you guys do my backyard? Right. Yeah. So pick, I had a party there last week. I'll up, do it. Picking up trash is great, but uh, this is like uh, it's essentially like uh, washing a guy's car that has no engine in it. You know what I mean? It's like awesome. You're picking up trash. Cool. But don't you think maybe there's uh, some greater issues in the city of Baltimore than whether there's yeah. beer cans on the on are, the ground? Are crackheads heavy? Guys? I do. <laughs> I do agree that we don't want to be a band aid. And, you know, in all lightheartedness, uh, because this is the serious thing we're talking about. I talked to a grandma who said it's not safe for her grandbabies to play out there with with the rats, with the needles, with the broken glass, with the abandoned buildings, with the violence. This yeah. is a serious issue. But you yeah, know what I, mean, I want to do? Picking up the trash makes it nicer for sure. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, well, whether it's a Band-Aid or not, it at least improves things a little bit. Property values specifically. Sometimes people need a bit of love. People need to see that we do give a darn. When those 12 hours, we met so many of the locals who were thankful and grateful. So just sometimes you need to put a little bit of love out into the atmosphere. Do you have to have a MAGA hat or MAGA tattoo to join the cleanup crew? <laughs> no. Okay. People can wear their Liz Warren shirt if they want to. Okay. You know, I want this to be Democrats, Libertarians, Republicans, Independents coming together just because we're all American. Not socialists, though. But <laughs> not socialists, though. No, the socialists are not welcome. No, I'm kidding. They can come if they want to help. Only if only if everyone cleans up the exact same amount. So, uh, yeah, so if somebody picks up too much, then we need to redistribute <laughs> trash to their piles and make sure that everybody has an equal amount of trash. Scott, Scott I got a question for you. And I think a lot of our listeners are asking this. So you don't see a lot of openly gay Trump supporters. Uh, and, uh, you know, as as you alluded to earlier, some of the things that are driving the traffic to you and, and your message and your platform are, you know, was that viral photo, right? Uh, yeah. I, I, is it is it tough to date uh, within the Republican Party as a gay man? Like, it seemed like you wouldn't have a lot of options in there. Well, shockingly, 
you know, when I came out as gay, and and this might be a little bit too much information. Not on this show. Oh my gosh. No, the the amount of men that started hitting on me as soon as I came out as gay. I mean, so no, no, no. I definitely uh, am thankful for the amount of attention I'm getting from uh, the male community. No, I'm not looking for a whole lot. I just want somebody that's sane, stable visionary um and also i'm six foot five so you know there has to be a, a kind of a height um yeah you, that's actually a pretty pretty does that yeah, you actually have a pretty <laughs> fine maybe, fine list there maybe lay to. off the boot scott <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i will say this and i want to make this very clear to all of your listeners you know i am a gay trump supporter that has been embraced and welcomed by the trump christian community and because of them, I have three hundred and thirty-one thousand followers. So I receive love. And do you think? Acceptance. Do you think gay marriage being legal now makes that acceptance easier? I do. I, I really do. Let's talk about right. Trump. He's had his uh, differences, you could say, with the trans community, but it doesn't seem like he has a problem with the the gay community. But what about Mike Pence? He seems like he might. Yeah, have a problem. With but the gay Pence community. doesn't want to shake your hand, right? You get that vibe from him. He he, he seems like he uh, you, you might think you have cooties or something. I've never met Mike Pence. I would love to meet the vice president and thank him for his work. But I will say. Uh, President Trump did invite me to the social media summit at the White House. Oh, there you go. How tall tall is he? (laughs) Yeah, what do you think he weighs? Yeah, how tall is he and what's his weight? Well, let's see. I'm six foot five and I'm give or take 185 pounds. He's a man of significant stature. I'd say he's probably six foot three, maybe two. 92. 20. Yeah, I think the word you're looking for is girth instead of stature. And yeah, he's uh, he's 300. But Scott, I got to ask you a question. So it's great that the Christian community has embraced you. That's fantastic. But you 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 have to know that there's a large portion of the base, as they call it, that would not be down with your personal choices. How does that how do you how do you reconcile that supporting uh, the Republican Party, knowing that there's an element that just don't get down on Scott? Well, here's how I like to think about that. Don't get down. On <laughs> Versus all the dudes that I've been getting down on, it sounds like even busy. But the I'm other sorry, I, I couldn't. That kind of just reminds me of how they said "go off, King" in the Instagram yes. post. What does that mean? I don't know what "go off." It just means, means like express I, your views it's, freely. It's That's what, what it means. It's what you've, it's what you've been doing. Scott. No, no, no. I love it. I, I'm going to start saying that to random people. Someone says hi to me at Starbucks. Go off, King. That's here's how one. I respond. The Christian community may never bake me a cake for my wedding, but they're not going to throw me off of a building because. I was born homosexual. I respect their religious freedom. And I know that at the end of the day, they're going to respect my right to exist here freely in America. And I think we have that mutual understanding. That's a very, very good thing. Scott, real quick. I saw on your website that you uh, you'll be leading a Republican activism training course next week in Memphis. And uh, one of the listed activities is a role playing game uh, that has to do with door knocking. Uh, And you also mentioned that you'll be talking about how to stop socialism in its tracks. And I was wondering if we could uh, do one of those quick role playing scenarios. Right, so Pat's a socialist inside his house. And you're, yeah, you're so knocking on his door. I'm an unregistered voter uh, who's flirting with socialism. Go. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, that's you put me on the spot. On, I can't perform under pressure. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story because this is important. Rather than try to do that role playing, when I was door knocking for President Trump in a Democrat part of Virginia. So I'm out there. I have gays for Trump on the back of my car because I use identity politics. That's so a, yeah, it's a bumper sticker you made yourself. Yes. And, uh, no, well, this was, I wrote on the back of my car in paint. Nice. I wrote on my windshield, there you go. um, gaze for Trump in paint. <laughs> and she says, I have to come up to you and make sure that you're not faking being gay. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, okay. wow. 
And then she said, on top of that, I'm a big fan of abortion. So usually, how progressive of her to uh, know. To, so she to was trying to was she trying to get you to bang her, hey, her up, and then she would have an abortion. I don't. <laughs> well, you know, she's entitled Proof. to her opinion. Yeah, and, how'd you make, the, the make sure is, you were gay? How, what did, what was her yeah. tactic? So I figured, you know what, Scott, take a moment to talk to her. Even though she seems like she's already made her choice, you need to uh, give her a moment of your time. So I spent the next 15 minutes to her basically pouring my heart out, talking about how I just really believe in President Trump and I'm out here volunteering and I believe that he's the right man for jobs, safety, security, whatever. But the biggest thing is, so this woman that accosted me questioned my being gay and loves abortion. By the end of this 15 minutes, she said, you know what? I can tell your heart is in this. And she took my Donald Trump flyer and said, I'm going to give him a second look because of you. Oh, wow. So the, the biggest thing is, Changing you know, just minds. showing people that, yeah, changing hearts and minds by showing love. Love is our message. That's fair. All right. Last question. What's your stance on uh, marijuana legalization? Let's have a vote on it. Let's do it. Vote. Scott, do you smoke? Actually, I wanted to be a cop when I was younger. I wanted to be a Border Patrol agent, be a oh, police officer. You stayed away so from I'm it. Probably, I'm probably the one millennial in the entire American world that has never done any sort of drugs whatsoever. Well, when you come hang out with Hard Factor, we'll change that, Scott. Yeah, uh, you're, you're, com- you're, you're coming to Austin in October, and we're going to make you smoke. So that's that's the, that's the deal. But we really yeah. appreciate you being on the show. Is there any uh, is there any parting words or anything we, you, you want to plug uh, before we wrap this up? I uh, ask people to be brave, be bold. If it weren't for me being a weirdo sitting at Cincinnati Airport with a sign on my computer that said, "I'm gay, Trump 2020 Democrats don't own me." Well, that picture would have never been taken. That would have never gone viral. That would have never had me on your show. Please go to scottpressler.org. There's one Aston Pressler, and follow me at Twitter, Scott Pressler. And thank you so much, gentlemen. Thanks, Scott. Great, great, Scott. great talking, thank you, brother. Thank you. Oh yeah. If you want a gun, listen up. Even if you don't carry that gun everywhere you go. Even if you're just that guy that shows your friends your gun when the subject of owning a gun comes up, wouldn't it be a lot cooler to pull that gun out of a sweet holster? Doesn't a sword look a lot cooler when it slides out of its sheath? Well, same thing goes for guns, and that's why you need a sweet holster from We The People. We The People Holsters offers custom-made holsters all produced in the USA. They design their own holsters in-house, which means they don't use any third-party molds for their holsters. Instead, they design every unique mold in Las Vegas in order to best fit each and every firearm perfectly. They constantly update designs, adding new designs every month, which lets them stay up to date on the newest models that come out. Their unique and intuitive clip design allows for you to easily adjust both the cant and ride of your holster so that it will fit comfortably and securely at all times. Custom printed designs in-house, thin blue line, thin red line, constitution, camo, and American flag, and more coming out each month. We the People holsters start at just $37 a piece. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. Every holster ships free. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a refund. Right now, listeners of the Hard Factor podcast can go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter promo code factor at checkout to get $10 off their first holster. That's as low as $37, and shipping is free with an additional $10 off using our promo code. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and promo code factor at checkout for $10 off. Oh, yeah! All right, Pat, take us to the news buffet. Finally! Donald Trump must have gotten his Adderall refill yesterday because he was firing on all cylinders. Nice. Better the second time. Thanks, buddy. I'm not saying all the things he checked off his to-do list were good per se, but you'd be hard-pressed to find a 73-year-old who was more productive over the last 36 hours. At least someone got their Adderall refilled. Not I. That's why I'm off my game. 
First up, <laughs> Donald Trump made it clear, and I want to be really clear about this when he was talking to White House reporters, that he would not, I repeat, not cut off aid to Israel. Whew, I thought that he would. Yeah, I thought yeah. There, was a, there was a possibility there, but yeah. no, yeah, not I happening. Mean, he, he's... He's been wavering on his support of them. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a close call there. He then said he didn't blame Israel for not allowing Rashida Tlaib and uh, Ilan Omar into the oh, country. You don't say. Yeah, because as Trump said, they hate Israel and they hate Jewish people. He followed up that zinger by letting American Jews know what time it is, saying, quote, I think any Jewish people that vote Democrat, I think it shows either a total lack of knowledge or a great disloyalty. <laughs> That's such a wow. Wow, you're a bad it's, it's Jew strong. if you vote Democrat. Yeah. It's so. strong. I think at this point, Trump needs to convert to Judaism, though. If he's going to keep going down this train, like he's going to have to convert. He'll do just about anything. Most of today was about posturing for the 2020 election. Well, uh, most of every day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're right. Uh, and that brings us to our next thing Donald did yesterday. He laid down the law on the recession, saying the media would love to see the recession. I think he's specifically quoting one person in the media, Bill Maher. But whatever. Anyway, he said, quote, we're very, very far from a recession. Then he verbally finger banged the nerds at the Fed, saying all this recession talk wouldn't be a problem if the goddamn Fed would just do its goddamn job and cut interest rates. Mm -mm. Quick note, the Fed cut interest rates for the first time since 2008, 21 days ago. Ah, yeah. So he was right if he'd said it 22 days ago. Right. Yeah, it was that was also after eight consecutive raises, I believe, uh, since the recession ended. But, you yeah, know, yeah. basically people are saying we're headed towards another recession trump says if you cut interest rates and i do a payroll tax maybe we can avoid it who knows maybe yeah that. but when when are you not hearing that we're heading towards a recession though? right I mean, pretty much if you're if you're not in a recession correct every headline about economics is you're headed towards a recession right well here comes the doom and then if you're in a recession it's like hang on we'll get out of it you know and i can almost afford to buy a house again yeah that's the kind of anxiety <laughs> i live with every night while trying to go to sleep Anyway, uh, Trump went on to say that the Fed should be behave more like other countries and then for some reason gave China as an example, who we're currently in a trade war with because of their economic practices. Other countries that don't have a central banking system? Well, he also okay. called out Germany and a couple okay. others, but okay. for some reason slipped China in there. I don't know. Right. Uh, anyway, with Jews and the economy put to bed, Trump swung his attention to gun control. He's really he's <laughs> on fire today. Uh, or yesterday, uh, when he was asked to clarify his position about enhanced background checks related to the purchase of firearms, he replied, quote, we have very, very strong background checks right now. It's a mental problem. I've said it a hundred times. It's not the gun that pulls the trigger. It's the person that pulls the it's trigger. It's those fucking nut jobs. Yeah. Interesting. So he's just completely turning his back on what he said like a week ago. Exactly, Will. Yeah, this yeah. is in direct opposition uh, to his comments right after the El Paso Dayton shootings where he said Republicans and Democrats must come together to get strong background checks. Uh, something good, if not great, must come from these two tragic events. But now nothing. You're not sure what changed. Uh, some think it might have something to do with this tweet from the head of the NRA, Wayne LaPierre, yesterday. Quote, I spoke to the president today. We discussed the best ways to prevent these types of tragedies. Signed, Wayne LaPierre. <laughs> Wayne, baby. Wayne, yeah. If you if you win policy uh, over the most powerful person in the world, you don't need to tweet it, bro. No, yeah, just just let. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to brag about it too. Uh, Wayne, Wayne usually gets his way. Exactly. Yeah, the NRA has the GOP on a fucking leash, <laughs> big time. And finally, the Greenland deal, boys. 
Officially off. No. I know. I know. Is it officially? I mean, he, he's delayed the meeting. He says he's not going to meet with Denmark anymore. Well, okay. Can we buy Iceland then? Yeah, we can. T- but Iceland is probably still Iceland on the table. Iceland is less for sale than Guam. I mean, <laughs> it's officially in my estimation. Can we buy Tahiti well. for fuck's sake? I know. Let's I sell know. Guam and buy yeah. Hey, something. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and we could trade. We could trade with somebody. There's, we all have Guamanese listeners. Trump <laughs> tweeted last night that based on Prime Minister Metal... Frederickstein's comments nailed it yeah nailed it uh, that she would have no interest in discussing the purchase of Greenland so he's postponing the meeting he then thanked the prime minister for being so direct citing that it saved both countries time and money so that was a firm no. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he was just going to ride over there to ask about buying Greenland. Exactly. Let me save you the trip. It's a no. Yeah. So at least we yeah. don't have to worry about a long, drawn-out negotiation related to the U.S. purchasing a Nordic country. So that's one less thing. Uh, Are we still have to travel there? Or is that off the table now? Uh, I don't even know. Why would you? Uh, you uh, can go. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> why would you? Yeah, no, good point all, about the why would you. Yeah, good point. We all learned in the fourth grade. You Iceland. Iceland. Iceland's yep. where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And guys, this brought forth a Hall of Fame internet comment from Michael Cordray the CEO of Yuko Social. Okay. Michael mm. went on to say, Denmark is lucky, all caps. We don't rally up the citizens of Greenland and have them declare independence, then have them request to be annexed by the USA. We've been too nice to little Denmark and its horrible leadership. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. I doubt that could happen, well, but l- let's wait and see. I didn't even know Denmark had leadership. I mean, Greenland had leadership. But, right. Uh, Do you yeah. think Greenland's really going to take up the cause? I-, I doubt it, but no. They don't get internet. It's too cold. Yeah. Yeah. They have no idea what's going on. Hey, that's take that. us over, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to move on to a little Brexit update. And I'll admit I have not exactly been keeping up with this uh, at all. Well, what have you been well, doing? Uh, you haven't been on the show for a month, well, so. Yeah, I, I figured newly appointed Prime Minister Boris Johnson, whom you might remember as a complete wild man, some say racist, cheating scoundrel, and has been compared to Donald Trump. Well, I figured he was pretty much having his way with the EU over there, but that's not the case, it seems. No, it seems that yesterday, his attempts to negotiate his Brexit deal with the EU were swatted down by the EU leaders, kind of like I used to eventually swat down the shot of the kid with the one gimpy arm, but with a killer shot with his good arm, who scored one too many lackadaisical defensive pity baskets during House League basketball. So eventually you got to... So gotta... you still remember that kid? Yep, yep. He was in every... You want to just give his first and last Eventually name? Eventually, you have to think about the big picture. Wes made sure that he was never on that kid's team because yeah. it's the only chance of looking good on the court. That's not Wes, that was the only time he got a block stat. Yeah. Was, yeah, when, exactly. was when he's playing that kid. Wes demanded to guard him. That's five in a row. All right. So it, uh, Wes, it's your time to shine. We're playing the gimpy kid this week. So it, uh, so it seems the EU is not going to budge on their demand that Boris uh, guarantees peace in uh, Northern Ireland, uh, mainly that the border between Northern Ireland and Ireland be open, a plan the EU leaders are calling a backstop, um, a plan that Boris Johnson had demanded be thrown out on Monday. Um, so the open door policy was a key factor in the 1998 Good Friday Agreement, which stopped years of violence between different sects of people there. So the EU is not going to budge on that. Okay. So they responded by saying, nope, Boris, we will, we will not budge. But again, Boris Johnson has promised that the UK will Brexit by November yeah. 1st, no matter what. And we can bet on that, can't we? Yes, we can. Right. So, you can. But Boris Johnson, he's all over the place. One day he's saying Brexit no matter what. The next day he's begging people in the EU to give him deals. I mean, he seems like just as shitty at the job as Theresa May was. Yeah, but he's he's more of a wild man, and he you know he's promised that he's going to do yeah, it. Yeah, sure, more pizzazz, more flair, yeah. but l- the same results. Right. So you can you can bet on this if you go to predicted.org/slash/promo/slash/hardfactor20, you'll get your free twenty dollars match and lay down some money that yes, 
Brexit will happen by November 1st. Current or, prices. Or no. Or no. You can bet no. I'm going to get into that. So current prices as of this show were 58 cents, yes, which is a great price. Just a month ago, the price was only 34 cents. So if you throw $1,000. amping it up. Or, you know, 500 bucks, you'll make some nice coin. And as your Brexit expert, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that either Boris will get the deal done and appease the EU and Brexit nicely or Brexit anyway with no deal. Well, you also are backing it up with your money because you just made a bet today. I have hundreds of dollars. I moved I moved the uh, price up a few cents. The line. I moved the line up. Also, the Democratic nominee to face President Trump in 2020, um, those odds are getting very interesting. Currently, Predicted has Elizabeth Warren as the frontrunner uh, with her oh. stock cost, costing just 31 cents a share. It might have gone up since this. Since this. Joe Biden is right behind with, with 27 cents a share. And my long shot pick, Andrew Yang, is at 10 cents a share. So gang, if, you, gang. if you get in right now using our code, once again, uh, predicted.org slash promo hard factor, hard factor 20, Lay a grand on Yang. 850 is the max. 850 is the max, sorry. I'm talking to you, Yang gang. You could be sitting pretty in 2021. You won't need any of Yang. Could you you imagine Liz Warren getting the Democratic nomination? There's no chance. It's not going to happen. Will wants to bet no on her so hard, but he's too scared. Uh, I want to favor, but I think the Democrats may elect her. I mean, who knows? He's too scared. All right. We got to move it over. her, but yeah, yeah, whatever. We got to move it over to Italy, guys. We're taking a trip back to Italia again. After yesterday... Uh, we had the no confidence vote that was coming up on Tuesday, uh, as we covered on yesterday's show. But in a preemptive move, Prime Minister Giuseppe Conti uh, resigned prior to having the no confidence vote <laughs> taken against him. He's got no confidence he said, in himself. He said, you're not firing yeah. me. I quit. Exactly. Ex- yeah, ex- that's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, both of those. No confidence and he quit. Um, so basically, that ends the reign of his like super right wing party. Um, and it won some people some predicted money because I gave that hot tip on yesterday's show. So if you got the bet in quick enough, mm. you are now richer. Giuseppe uh, was now, the guy they were saying was the second coming of, of Mussolini. Mussolini. No, 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 no. Cut. That's that's it. He's still Next. in. That guy's still oh, in the good, race. Good, great. Next guy. Don't worry. Cool. He, he's coming up. Now, Italy is faced with either replacing Conti from within the existing parliament or holding new elections where uh, Matteo Salvini, that's your guy, Pat, uh, is waiting uh, yeah. and licking his lips at the chance to be voted in as prime minister. Um, so it's the choice of the president, uh, Sergio Mattarella, if they're going mm. to just pick new PMs and, and stuff out of the existing parliament or if they're going to dissolve parliament and have a new vote. That's the cannoli was... party that's coming into power. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Come on. No, I forget Come the name of Salvini's jokes. party, but he's, he's the next Mussolini guy. And in related news, Italy's right-wing interior minister, Matteo Salvini, yep, the same guy, mm-hmm. is denying entrance to African migrants off the Italian coast. And the situation has migrants abandoning ship and needing rescue by the Italian Coast Guard as they jump overboard and try to swim to land because they're not being allowed entry at a port. Uh, Spain says they're going to send ships to help the migrants, so that's Salvini's you know, he's super anti. Have you seen those boats that have been crossing the Mediterranean Sea? It's been a story the past couple of years. They're like 300 people in a boat that's supposed to have like 50 people or less. They're crazy. Some of those boats just go down and they all drown. It's really yeah. sad. Salvini yeah. says, yeah. no, you're not welcome. And now they're just jumping in the water. Ooh. So anyways, uh, shout out to listener Enrico. He cleared up that parliament dissolving would be what we said today, which is just uh, electing a new parliament. Not what we thought yesterday, which was just the uh Italian government completely fading away into nothing. What does so. a guy named Enrico know about Italy, you know? Well, say his last name again. 
I uh, I I didn't write it down, but he's Italian. It was like Passarelli, so that's <laughs> yeah, what he has to. Yeah, very, uh, yeah, for sure. All right, let me take you to the chemistry corner for a few minutes. Texas may have accidentally discriminalized or decriminalized marijuana statewide, something most parts of Texas outside of Austin are probably furious about. So earlier this year, the state of Texas passed HB thirteen twenty five, a bill that legalized the production of hemp and thus products containing CBD, with a vote of one hundred and forty to three on May twenty second. So that passed pretty easily. Then on June 10th, Governor Abbott signed the bill into law, uh, effective immediately on June 10th. So the bill certainly did not intend to allow for the sale or possession of actual marijuana. Uh, One section of the bill, in fact, specifically directs the Texas Department of Agriculture to draft regulations to ensure that illegal marijuana is not transported into or through the state disguised as legal hemp. That makes sense. It's Texas, right? So uh, the bill clearly states... Did they consider it's the same plant? Well, there you go. The bill clearly states that the problem, well, the bill clearly states the only way to differentiate between hemp and marijuana is by percentage of THC, the psychoactive compound in weed. The statute defines anything with a THC concentration of less than 0.3% as hemp and anything with THC Weak of ass greater shit. than 0.3% as weed. And therein lies the rub as the state of Texas crime labs are currently incapable of testing the potency of drugs seized by police with the necessary degree of precision. So they can't even say how much THC is in this. They tricked us. Yeah, and People with this knowledge or just being savvy criminals have been telling police that the weed they are carrying is actually just harmless hemp. And with no way of testing that out, the police and prosecutors in several counties have begun dismissing hundreds of weed-related charges. So you can just freely carry your weed around and tell people it's hemp, which is awesome. Nice. Uh, the Texas, Good loophole. Yeah, the Texas Department of Public Safety troopers are now issuing citations instead of making arrests because they're like, they know they're fucked. Uh, just but, give it up for our but prosecu- crying out loud. Exactly. Yeah, well, you you think so, but not the prosecutors in Tarrant County, the state's third largest county. They're saying that they'll be able to refile a case if they get lab results on samples within two years of seizure. Oh, so God. that means that sounds like a reasonable <laughs> thing to do. They're going to hold on to these ounces of weed, wait on the lab equipment to come in in the next two years, test them, and then go go arrest those punk the kids. Retro, yeah, because yeah. they don't have enough court cases. Right. They in. don't have to, like the rapes and the murders, right? So fuck yeah. off, Tarrant County. You just talked your way into the saw. Corner. In other chemistry corner news, in, in the first ruling of its kind, a Mexican judge has granted two people the right to recreational cocaine use. Oh yeah. The court stated it will. Where? Yeah, the court stated it, it in Mexico. Stress? The the court stated it will allow the claimants to possess, transport, and use the cocaine, but not to sell it. <laughs> the decision must be reviewed by a higher court before it is enforced. I imagine basically any other court is higher than where this ruling came from. Yeah. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us as always. We fucking love the support. We can't get enough of it, so please keep spreading the word. Tomorrow night we have the super entertaining and funny, or tomorrow's show, I should say, we have the super entertaining and funny Donnie, the wonton Don on to explain what the hell, China, and discuss what is going on with the Hong Kong protests since he lives in China. Also, please RSVP for our September 4th live power hour at the Eastside Tavern in Austin, Texas. The RSVP is getting pretty full. We will send out a link again tomorrow on Twitter and maybe Instagram, and PFT should be doing that soon, too, on his. But if you don't RSVP, RSVP definitely still show up on the 4th as we will make room for you uh, as long as you're willing to drink and laugh. Also, you have about three more days to buy the Soft Corner t-shirt before it vanishes forever. And anyone that shows up on September 4th with a Soft Corner short shirt or anywhere in general, we will personally buy you a drink if you're wearing yeah. a Soft Corner shirt. Yeah, you gotta, we got to buy these shirts uh, very quickly because if yeah. we don't sell a shitload of them in the first week, they're gone forever. Yeah. And this shirt has sold almost none after a couple of days. So go ahead. And, uh, yes. If you don't buy it now, you're never going to get it. Go ahead and stop shirt. what you're doing right now. Stop what you're doing. Spend two minutes. Buy the shirt. And when you've done that, make sure, yeah. most importantly, 
Yeah, we will all buy day. you a beer if you if we see you wearing the shirt. By well, the way, well, you stepped on the. And most importantly, have a great fucking day. So, just sometimes you need to put a little bit of love out into the atmosphere. See you later. Yeah. Nothing you can say, but you can learn how to play the game. It's easy. There's nothing you can make that can't be made. No one you can save that can't be saved. Nothing you can do, but you can learn how to be in time. It's easy.